Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Hammer Drops. It is Friday. It is almost the weekend, and we got a hell of a show for you today. We are going to talk about how mainstream media, for some reason, they're trying to make you think that cannabis is bad for you, that it is causing heart attacks and strokes in people. We're going to uncover, and I've got to give, and this is, I have to give props to the show. I listened to it yesterday, and that's why I'm bringing it to this show to give you kind of a synopsis of what I learned about nicotine. And we're going to get in how nicotine isn't addictive, folks. Now, I'm not advocating to go smoke cigarettes because the carcinogenics that are in there and the certain chemicals that they put into cigarettes is what makes it highly addictive. We're going to get into that a little bit as well. And I will provide those documents and the website that you can go and actually download them for yourself. And it has a whole slew of information, tests, everything that you can click on, go look for yourself and see the truth that our government and has been demonizing for decades and why. So, and then we're going to take a, first and foremost, we're going to take a stroll over here to X because, you know, people over there just, they, those influencers over there, they really love to run their mouth and there's like, there's really no change in their mind. It's like they believe their own garbage and we're going to talk about the border and I'm going to throw some numbers out at you. And I know I talk about the border a lot because it's a very important issue that is happening today. We are being invaded. You know, they're not coming over here to seek, you know, what the American dream used to be. They're coming here because, well, they have nowhere else to go. Their governments have let them out of jail and told them, send them packing. So let's, I'm going to get into some numbers here real quick. Since Joe Biden has taken office, okay, I'm going to give you some numbers of the amount of people that have been crossing because the left wants you to believe that the border problem is Donald Trump's fault when in fact it's not. When Donald Trump had title, when Title 42 was in place, we did not have the mass immigration, illegal immigration that has been going on today. We haven't. But the left wants you to believe that it has been. So, Let's jump into that real quick. And this is since, okay, so since President Biden took office, and these numbers I'm about to give you are only up until October 2023. And I'm going to give you another set of numbers I cover from October 2023 to present. So we're going to get into this portion first. So since President Biden took office, there has been 7.5 million encounters nationwide and 6.2 million encounters at the southwest border in addition to 1.7 million known gotaways. So on top of the 6.2 million people that they've just let in, there's still another almost 2 million that just, you know, they're just in the country. Who knows where the hell they're at? In fiscal year 2023, 169 individuals whose name appear on the terrorist watch list were stopped trying to cross the U.S.-Mexico border between ports of entry. 18 were apprehended in September alone. Now, if imagine this. Out of the encounters they had, only they, the 169 individuals that they actually caught, imagine how many of them they didn't catch, okay? Let's keep this into perspective here. 
So far in the fiscal year 2023, CBP has arrested 35,433 aliens with criminal convictions or outstanding warrants nationwide, including 598 known gang members, 178 of those, which are MS-13 members, which those guys are just fucking animals, okay? They're no good. They don't care about human life. They don't care about nothing. If you get in their way of what they're trying to do, you will wind up dead. And these are the people that are crossing our borders, folks. Okay. In FY 2023, CBD, I'm sorry, CBD, (laughs) CBP included air and marine operations has seized 27,293 pounds of fentanyl. Okay. Just put, uh, just to put this in perspective, that's enough to kill more than 6 billion people. Now, you know, the great reset, they want to kill and only have about 500,000 people. Well, they got to kill about 7 billion people. Well, that's a good way to kill 6 billion of them. But, you know, hey, I'm a conspiracy theorist here, right? (laughs) But yet, again, they still want to blame Trump for illegals crossing over saying Title 42 was ineffective, which is completely and utterly wrong. And I have, you can get, actually read that stuff right from Homeland Security. It's a government website that I got those numbers from. So fact check that, assholes. (laughs) Now we are going to, I'm going to get you into some of the numbers from, for present day. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. Since October, October through January. So that's not including February yet. Single adults. The number of people have crossed over 117,819 single adults. And that's just office of, that's from the Office of Field Operations. From the U.S. Border Patrol, in October alone, you had 93,647. November, 96,481. And this is single adults still. In December, 135,569. And in January, 76,924 for a grand total of 402,621 at the U- from the U.S. Border Patrol. Now, total up all the numbers of people that have crossed from the U.S. border. You're looking at just in from October 2023 through January 2024, 961,537 more people have crossed. Almost a million more people. And out of that, over... Almost, well, yeah, actually, just about half of that are all single adults, single fighting-aged males, to be exact, that are crossing our borders. Now, I mean, what better way to get an army into your country by, than by doing this? That's literally a small army that has crossed over and is being set up God knows where in the United States. And President Biden is okay with this. And then you go through the social media and all of that from all of these influencers, and they're all singing the same tune. Okay. They're all saying, you know, it's Trump's fault. Trump did this. Trump did that. Even though Trump ha- hasn't been in office since 2020, 2021, January 2021. So this all directly falls on to the Biden administration, but don't try to tell an influencer or a Democrat that because they're going to tell you you're wrong. So now another 
you know, I'm going to stay on the Biden kick here real quick because I've noticed in my area that gas prices have just this week have rose almost 50 cents a gallon. And again, they're going to try to blame that there's some, oh, I don't know, maybe there's a fire at a refinery, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm assuming that's what it is. Okay. Which is completely 100% utterly wrong, false. It's essentially, here's the problem. Our prices are never coming down again. Okay. The moment that you guys start to realize that is going to be probably the best for you. Because, and here's why, is because we're still buying it. We're still going to the stores and buying the stuff. We're still going to put gas in our cars. We're still going to do this. We're still going to do that. And that is the new norm. So these prices are never going away. And I want you all to remember, especially in the state of Illinois, where I'm from, that your governor in Illinois, you know, his $900 million or whatever the tax increases that he wants to do in the state. But, you know, instead of, you know, making it easier on us as citizens by, I don't know, removing the gas taxes that he keeps raising and keeps going up every fucking year. He's decided, I want to try to give you guys that, save you guys some money at the grocery store. And I said this before, by eliminating the sales tax on groceries, which is 1%. So you're literally saving $3 for each $300 you spend at the grocery store. So it's a dollar per hundred. That's what you're saving. This is what you vote for. See, this is what happens when you vote this way. <laughs> when you, But you all want to sit there and think that Democrats are good for you, that Democrats are doing the best thing, that Republicans are bad. You, let's just get one thing real straight here real quick. All politicians are bad. They don't give a shit about you. I don't give a fuck who it is. But the thing is, is who is going to do the job the best way and still have the people in mind. That's where you got to really look at it. And unfortunately, the Democrat Party isn't that. So there's that. Now let's get off the politics and let, well, not really so much get off of that, but let's talk about something else here. What I want to talk about is the fact that it just seems awfully funny that they're starting to demonize marijuana and cannabis. They're starting to say that if you smoke as little as once per month, you're at a higher risk for a heart attack and stroke. Okay. I know that it's false. I mean, you should know that it's false. And what's funny is you can go to the NIH, National Library of Medicine. You can go to their, in in here, and health effects of cannabis and cannabinoids. (laughs) the current state of evidence and recommendations for research. So this here, right, tells you. So, oh, so let's get into this, okay? This, let's, you know, let's talk. (laughs) Therapeutic effects of cannabis. All right, number one, in adults with chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting, oral cannabinoids are effective to help there. In adults with chronic pain, patients who were treated with cannabis are more likely to experience a clinically significant reduction in pain symptoms. In adults with MS, with MS. Now, I'm a big, I advocate for MS because my mother has MS, and I'm always looking for a better solution for her instead of Big Pharma. Because I believe Big Pharma, they just, here, we're going to give you this because we're getting money. Here's the treatment we're going to give you because we're going to continue getting more money. We're never going to fucking heal you. 
but we're going to get your money, you know, but in adults with MS, short-term use of oral cannabis improves patient reported spastic symptoms for the conditions. The effects of cannabis are modest for all conditions evaluated. There is inadequate information to assess their effects, but I mean, they use marijuana and cannabis for people with chronic pain, cancer, anorexia, irritable bowel syndrome, epilepsy, Parkinson's disease, dementia, glaucoma. It, it's not addictive. Marijuana is not addictive, folks. They will like to try to make you think it is, but it's not. They're lying. And this is where I'm wondering why they are starting to try to demonize cannabis and marijuana. Because they did the same exact thing, what was it, back in 1994 with nicotine. They did the same exact thing then. And if you ever remember, you know the saying, an apple a day, and you're probably thinking in your side, it keeps a doctor away. It's the repetitiveness that makes you, and that's what they do. They re, The repetitiveness, then they makes you believe that it is true. Okay. So now they're revving it up with, and they started doing this. I saw with the marijuana. Now it's starting to get more and more prevalent, but I mean, they're going back. I mean, back in 2023, when they started trying to link heart failure, stroke with marijuana use. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is going back all the way to September 2023, May 2023. So they started planting the seed and now they're starting to rev it up. So my question is, is why are they revving it up? Because that just doesn't make sense. Unless something is coming. Like, I don't know, like the norovirus, you know, with the diarrhea and all that stuff that's hitting the, the Northeast. I mean, is that the next pandemic that they got coming? COVID's not working anymore. And we have a cure for COVID. And we're going to get into that here in just a second. <laughs> but what are they planning with cannabis? Why do they want that off the table is my next thing. So while you're marinating on that one and thinking about that, let's get into the whole talk about nicotine. Now, this is from Dr. Brian Artis, and you can find this on his webpage, The Dr. Artis Show. So when you go to his webpage, thedrartisshow.com, then what you're going to want to do is, I'm going to give you a little rundown here how to find it. You want to go to Patient Resources on the tab, Free Patient Resources, click on that, and then you have a slew of information from anything, anywhere from COVID-19 documents. And all, the, the best thing about this, and the reason why you can't disprove it, is because he literally provides you with links to everything. Okay? this When I heard this interview, and I heard it on Man in America, it literally blew my fucking mind. Like, because... We were always told that nicotine smoking, yeah, smoking is bad for you because the smoking, the carcinogens that are in the the tobacco that they put in there are horrible for you, okay? They have, what they put in the, in the tobacco, it's, it's crazy just to make it so addicting, okay? So what makes tobacco so addicting with the chemicals is the, the pyrazines that they put in there. Now, with that, they have that in there, which enhances the flavor. It just delivers the nicotine to make it more addicting. They introduced that in back in the 70s. 
Then what else did they do? Now you have that. You have the carcinogenics like, like arsenic. So they have arsenic in your cigarettes. That's the cancerous causing. Now, the other thing that they do to the tobacco is they infuse it with sugar. And what happens when you burn sugar, it acts as a, well, how do I put this? It makes the cancerous causing just rev up. It's like pegging the gas, like pegging the gas pedal on your car. You're going slow. All of a sudden you hit that fucking gas like a V8 and you're fucking gone. That's essentially what, when you inhale burnt sugar with all of this, that's what it's doing with the cancer. It's just revving it up, making it more, you know. So when you go to this website, okay, they have a nicotine, nicotine PDF, they have nicotine presentation, they have a whole slew of information that you can find. And like I said, it has all of these like web links to the sources that he found all of this stuff. Now let's get into the nicotine. So, okay. So contrary to what has been published about SARS-CoV-2, the real target of the venomous spike proteins of COVID is not AC, ACE2 rep receptors, the venomous spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 at all variants of it and all other viruses in the word target nicotine receptors, specifically alpha-7 receptors. This is not new information. It was just buried and hidden intentionally since April 2020 when French researchers identified that the spike proteins of COVID, SARS-CoV-2, are identical to two snake venom proteins that are neurotoxins called cobratoxin, king cobra's venom protein, and bugger, well, crate snake venom, <laughs> neurotoxic venomous spike proteins target nicotine receptors. It's kind of weird, right? So there's a French team that did this, and what this French team did is they provided their information that they found to all five countries to start people on like a nicotine therapeutic thing, which of course all countries did not do because it would have wiped out COVID altogether. So, and again, when you go to there, there's literally a link to show the research that they did. Okay. Which you're not going to get that by going to NIH or anywhere else. They're not going to hand out this information. You know, this is stuff that this guy has dug and dug very hard for. So let's continue. So in the NIH funded and published a study in May 2023 confirming that the venomous spike proteins of SARS target alpha-7 receptors, like we just said. Here's the title and link. So there you go. It's right in the thing. <laughs> the SARS-CoV-2 glycoprotein contains a neurotoxin-like region that has sequence similarities to the rabies virus and the HIV glycoproteins, as well as snake neurotoxins, which interact with nicotine receptors. Okay, we're going to move on here. Okay, here's another one. Harvard conducted an animal study in 2015 to determine addictiveness of nicotine. To their surprise, they could not get any animals to be addicted to strict nicotine in water. So researchers requested documents from tobacco companies, and in the documents, they learned that the tobacco product manufacturers figured out that in the 70s that nobody would repurchase light cigarettes, so they had to figure out how 
to make the tobacco products addictive. Go figure. Harvard learned in 2015 what the tobacco giants did to make tobacco products and nicotine addictive. They added a chemical called pryozines that is highly addictive, and they have been doing it ever since. Nicotine is not the addictive substance substance in tobacco products. Pyrazine chemicals make nicotine addictive. Pyrazines are just one of 600 approved chemicals that FDA allows tobacco tobacco manufacturers to add to their products in the U.S. Wonder what other... All the other ones are. Here's then provides a link to the Harvard study as well. And uh, yeah, research paper, a study of pyrazines in cigarettes and how additives might be used to enhance tobacco addiction. So background nicotine is known as the drug that is responsible for addicted behavior of tobacco users, but it has a poor reinforcing effects when administered alone. So they started adding this chemical back in the 70s to make it more addictive. As we go on, nicotine alone does not lead to addiction. Additives found in both light cigarettes and e-cigarettes are what makes them addictive. And they actually put those chemicals into your vapes. Hence why they're so addictive. Let's see here. Let's king. Okay. So, Basically, what this doctor is saying is that nicotine is essentially a cure for COVID. But it also he's he's also saying that it it can help and cure other diseases like Parkinson's disease, MS, diseases that uh, are autoimmunes that you know inflame, like inflammatory autoimmunes, uh, autoimmune diseases. Sorry, and did you know the the tobacco is not just the only plant that has nicotine. Do you know what other plant outside of tobacco has the most nicotine? And that, my friends, is eggplants. Eggplants carry nicotine. So does cauliflower, potatoes, white potatoes, green tomatoes, red potato tomatoes, all of them carry a form of, well, carry nicotine. So, you're essentially eating nicotine and you didn't even know it. So you, you can never be away from it because it, it, it just blows my mind that they've literally since 94, the war on nicotine has been happening. There's so much information with this. I mean, literally just going through it, I can take like fucking hours and hours of this show just going through this, but I think it might be better for you, my listeners, if you want this information to go to his website, to be able to pick it up. Now, there's also one other thing, you know, if you go to his website, you can check it out there. But one more thing, I want you to think about this. Why is it that our governments are by 2030 trying to essentially ban nicotine, lowering the dosage and effectively getting rid of it. And so it's out of the hands of the consumer. If it wasn't beneficial, nicotine is actually, you know, tobacco plant. Nicotine is actually a beneficial thing for you. Okay. Maybe not the tobacco plant, but the nicotine inside of it is very good for you. From everything that this guy is saying and everything I've been looking into, it all adds up. (laughs) So, so 
governments, they have decided that enough is enough and are introducing a range of new restrictions. You know, vapes are being illegal in many countries like Canada, the UK, and all that. And they're only going to be available by prescription only by new legislation that they want to introduce. The number of vaping teenagers in Australia has soared in recent years, and authorities say it's the number one behavioral issue in schools across the country. They want to blame disposable vapes for that. So, I mean, governments now are attacking more and more the nicotine, and you have to ask yourself why. Because when they start to demonize it, when they're all on the same page, then they're lying. Then there's a, there's maybe then it's actually good for you. So, I mean, that's something you really got to think about. Always remember, and, I've, and I'm very advocate, I'm, a, I'm an advocate with this, is when they're all on the same page, there's some funny shit going on, and you got to be careful. Now, I'm going to read you one more thing from some of the documents before we, before we wrap this up. And I want you, so this way you kind of understand. Every cell in your body has nicotine receptors, including the gut. A few people, when chewing and swallowing nicotine gum, get nauseous and vomit or get loose stools. This is because so much of the venom spike proteins are attached to the nicotine receptors that line your entire bowel lining. And when nicotine is present in the massive amount of venom in the bowel lining, and the bowel lining gets released and you will feel like you have food poisoning. Why? Because venoms are poison. And God designed the human body to throw up poison and poop out loosely all poisons. If that happens, please switch to nicotine patches, blah, blah, blah. So it just goes into like how to use it, how to use the nicotine. Many people benefit from buying organic tobacco leaf online and boil the leaves and do a foot soak for 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. So it gets into, it, it tells you how to use this stuff, but I mean, in a lot, in, in these articles, I mean, like I said, it, it help it tells you like, I mean, it's like Parkinson's, it helps you combat against that, combat against, you know, MS, certain forms of autism that they actually use nicotine patches for children in other countries for this. So do yourself a favor. Uh, this is I know this has got to be intriguing a lot of you go to the website I will also do what I can to provide links or find figure out a way to upload the documents over onto our Facebook group I'm not sure how long it's going to be there because I'm sure they're going to probably take it down if not suspend the group but I will get it up there or at least provide a link all right so folks this is the part of the show where we are ending and I want to remind you, if you found this episode interesting, please share it with somebody. If you think this episode is going to offend that liberal in your life or any one of my episodes, please share it with them because that's what I like to do. I like to offend the crybaby liberal dum-dums out there and educate them on fact from the fiction that they want to pass off as fact. Also, Remember that our border problem is because of the fucktard in office, Joseph Biden, and not Donald Trump. With that, enjoy your weekend. Remember, close our borders, save America, fuck Joe Biden, and fuck Ukraine.